السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشیطان الرجیم بسم الله الرحمن الرحیم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما all praise is due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader nabi muhammad mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam o allah we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deceptions of the satan and the evil of our souls amen ya rabbal alamin it is indeed only the grace and mercy of almighty allah jalla wala that today we continue with surah ankabut surah 29 and verse number 8 To recap and summarize our previous lesson, Alhamdulillah, with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, yesterday we commenced Surah Ankabut, the spider. Why is it called Ankabut? All those explanations will come, inshallah, in the next few days. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, after introducing the Surah Alif Lam Mim, we gave you all the explanation yesterday. أَحَسِبَنْ نَاسُ أَيُّتْرَكُوا أَيْ يَقُولُوا آمَنَّا What do people think? That they will just be left? After they said, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ مُحَمَّدُ رَسُولُ اللَّهُ We brought Iman. وَهُمْ لَا يُفْتَنُونَ And they will not be put to trial and test. Remember Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, أَشَدُّ الْبَلَاءَ لَلْأَنْبِيَاءَ ثُمَّ الْأَمْثَلْ فَالْأَمْثَلْ that the greatest trial and test were placed on Anbiya and Messengers alayhi salam. And then upon those people who imitate and emulate them, when you open Musnad Ahmad, all that you will find these type of riwayats and ahadith. So we need to be clear that for Anbiya alayhi salam and the, the Salihin, the devout and pious people, Almighty Allah places them and test in trials to elevate their rank and status. And upon the non-Muslims and the Fasiqeen and Fajireen and those Muslims who are involved daily in major, major vices and sins, so then for them it is a punishment. Why? وَلَنُذِيقَنَّهُمْ مِنَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَدْنَى دُونَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَكْبَرِ Almighty Allah says we will surely punish them with a smaller punishment and not the greater one. Because the greater one means then is death for them. لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ So this punishment is a blessing in disguise so that they come back and return to the right path. The path which they left and they went astray. So that also is a blessing in disguise. So Almighty Allah places people in different uh, tests. Sometimes their health, sometimes their wealth, sometimes their families. So many different tri- types of tests and trials. 
How we place the people before them in various trials. Fariqan kazabtum wa fariqan taqtulun. Ambialim salatu salam were killed by the enemies. The Jews killed Nabi Zakaria alayhi salatu salam, Nabi Yahya alayhi salatu salam. So remember, Almighty Allah has mentioned this and enshrined it in the Noble Quran. So, Anbiya alayhi salam and messengers who are not elected by people but selected directly by Almighty Allah, they gave their life for the preservation of the truth and for the propagation of the Deenul Islam. Every Nabi's message was Islam. There's no such thing that this Nabi and messenger came and he was a Jew or a Christian or a polytheist. Nay. مَا كَانَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ يَهُودِيًّا وَلَا نَسْرَانِيًّا وَلَا كِنْكَانَ حَنِيفًا مُسْلِمًا وَمَا كَانَ مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ Nor was Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam a Jew or a Christian or a polytheist, but he was a Muslim, one who turned away from all false ideologies, and Muslims, one who submitted and surrendered to the command and injunctions of Almighty Allah. So Almighty Allah put them through a test. فَلَيَا أَلَمَنَّ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ صَدَقُوا وَلَيَا أَلَمَنَّ الْكَاذِبِينَ Almighty Allah Jalla's knowledge is all-embracing, all-encompassing. Nothing is obscure and hidden from Almighty Allah Jalla. So if you translate this verse here literally, so that the Almighty Allah Jalla now knows who will be the truthful one and who will be the liars, so it means Allah forbid, if you translate the opposite, the converse, then before this Allah did not know, Allah forbid, astaghfirullah, nay. It means, Almighty Allah always knew, Allah knows ma'kan wa ma'yakun, everything of the past, the present, the future. Allah is alimul ghaybi wa shahada. Everything is known to Almighty Allah jalla but Almighty Allah will expose, Almighty Allah will highlight and show humanity, people, that these are the true believers, the truthful ones, and those are the liars, and they make propaganda, and they speak with the forked tongue like the politicians, majority of them today. So that is what is meant. Almighty Allah will expose and show humanity and jinn that these are the truthful ones and those are the liars. What do those people think who are perpetrating, committing kufr and shirk and nifaq and hypocrisy? They commit the worst type of crimes, lip service only. Ayyas bikuna, they can escape us, that they can frustrate us. Nay, sa'amaya hkumun. Horrible, terrible indeed is their verdict and decision. Allah has announced very, very clearly. Wala yahsabanna ladina kafaru sabaku. The non Muslims must never think that they can beat us and escape us. Inna wumla yujizun. Never can they frustrate the plans of Almighty Allah. They have their missile defense system. They have their nuclear. They have the largest armies. One hurricane comes and it capsizes all of them. 
Almighty Allah is showing us you are not a superpower. The only superpower is Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. Aziz. He Almighty Allah is Almighty. He is all powerful. And that is Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. One, one flood comes, one, one tsunami, one rain, one hurricane. So all these are symbols and signs and manifestation of the absolute power control only, only exclusively of Almighty Allah. Who controls the sunrise and sunset? Only Almighty Allah. Who can say that I don't like the sun must rise six o'clock, it must rise seven o'clock? No one in the world has the power to do so. Man kana yarju liqa Allah Whosoever has a firm conviction of meeting Allah Fa inna ajal Allah ilaat Then the period, the term which is designated by Allah will surely come Death is a means for the Habib to meet the Mahbub For the lover to meet the beloved Therefore for the true Muslim, the devout Muslim Al-Mawtu Tuhfatul Mu'min Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said For the true believer, death is a gift, a present Because everything he is doing solely, only for the love of Allah Waking up in the darkness of the night, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, reading Tahajjud Taking his cash or kind and spending it in the path of Almighty Allah Fasting for 12, 16, 18, 20 hours in midsummer, giving two and a half percent and more in charity, all this to make manifest his love for Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, going to the Baytullah and making tawaf in 47 degrees, 48 degrees. That those who have through Iman, they intensely in love with Allah. So they look forward to meeting Almighty Allah. He Almighty Allah is all hearing, all knowing. And when we strive, remember we are doing so for our own benefit. We are not doing a favor to Almighty Allah. Never ever. We are not doing a favor to Mustafa Habibuna or Islam. Almighty Allah is totally self-sufficient. He does not need anybody, anything, any place, any time. That is Almighty Allah. People with iman and righteous deeds, out of the grace and mercy of Allah, Allah removes their vices and sins and expunges it. From their book of deeds, Then we will surely reward them the most handsome of reward for their actions. Our actions are humble, broken, but Allah Ta'ala says, you tried, never mind. I envelope it with my mercy and go into my Jannah, you are my guest. Subhanallah. Today's lesson, Suratul Ankabut, chapter 29, verse number 8. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala is informing us what happened in Makkah Mukarrama. Sayyidah Khadija radiallahu anha embraced Islam. Sayyidah Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anha embraced Islam. Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas radiallahu anha embraced Islam. Sayyidah Ali radiallahu anha embraced Islam. Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas, Waqas, remember what a tashdeed on the cough. He's buried there in Medina in Baqi. All these are fairy tales that he's buried there in Guangzhou in China. I've been there myself. People can't read Arabic, they make fairy tales. 
If you read what is written there, you will see it's written Abu Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas. So Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas buried in Medina Munawara. His father is buried there in Guanzo. Now people just make all mix up. Anyway, to come back to our topic, he says, Anathalithul Islam. I was one third of Islam, meaning among the men, I was the third male to embrace Islam. That is Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqqas radiallahu anhu. Walahu manaqib kathira. He has so many virtues and merits. I'll just mention one. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa told him, O Sa'ad, you, you must eat halalan tayyiba. Only consume that which is 100% halal and pure and wholesome. And then Allah will make you mustajabu da'wat. Your du'as will be accepted. And subhanallah, that's exactly what happened. Sa'ad ibn Waqabi Waqas radiallahu ta'ala who embraces Islam. Here his mother who is a mushrika, non-Muslim, takes an oath. Oh Sa'ad, if you do not denounce and renounce this Islam, then I will not eat, I will not drink, and people will say that you killed your own mother. This is Iman. This is Halawatul Iman. The sweetness of Iman. He said, Oh Mother, I will never denounce and renounce Islam. Even if you don't eat and drink, now the mother realized her son is determined and all the plotting, planning, scheming is just a waste of time. Hence she left all the threats and remember Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas becomes one of the great Sahaba and companions, one of the greatest generals ever in Islam. Khalid bin Walid, Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas radiallahu Remember, these were the generals of Islam, Abu Baida bin Jarrah, Amr bin As. So these were the people who were the leaders in the field, in the battlefield. So all Allah Jalla wa ala, after this incident between Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqqas and his mother, Allah revealed this verse which we are starting our lesson today to Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi we call that sababun nuzul, the reason for the revelation of this verse or verses. insan, a new topic. So wow, mustanafa, or wow, atifa, wow, in conjunction with the previous topic and subject. So both are acceptable. Wawasayna wa amarna. So wasayna means and we commanded and we instructed. So Almighty Allah Jalla Wala is one and alone, but Almighty Allah uses the pronoun that is the royal pronoun, we. So why does Almighty Allah use the word we for himself when he is alone and one and unique? This is a symbol of respect and reverence. Allah is stamping His authority. And if you study Semitic languages, Arabic, Hebrew, Yiddish, all that, you will find that this is a common practice. Almighty Allah announces Fa'alul Lima Yurid. I do as I please, and none in the entire universe and creation can question me. And I, Allah Jalla wa'ala, have the right and authority and sovereignty to question anybody, anything, anytime, any place. La yus'alu amma yaf'alu wa hum yus'alun. So Allah can never be questioned, but Allah has the right to question anybody, anywhere, anytime. 
So here Almighty Allah stamping His authority. insan, And we have instructed and commanded the human being, everyone, male, female, adult and child, biwalidayhi husnah, that you do good to your parents. Look at Deenul Islam. Today we have thousands of people who left their religion of Christianity, Judaism, and Buddhism, Buddhism, Hinduism, and they embrace Islam. Then the thing that us, they worry about, they concern about, but my parents are non-Muslim, what should I do? So all Matyalla addresses that very question in the Noble Quran. And what does all Matyalla say? وَصَاحِبُهُمَا فِي الدُّنْيَا مَعْرُوفًا That you who are Muslim and your parents are non-Muslim, so you mingle with them, you associate with them, and in this worldly life, and you give them the due respect, albeit that they are non-Muslim, even though they have not embraced Iman. Look at the justice system of Islam. Oh Muslim, you are born Muslim, or you embrace Islam, and your parents are non-Muslim, then it is your duty that you show them the beauty of Islam. We don't have wine and swine. We are the most sober people on this earth. We are the most charitable people on this earth. And remember, it has a natural beauty. So you have to beg Almighty Allah, Jalla wa Ya Allah, give my parents this Iman and Islam. Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas said, Mom, I love you, but I will not violate the laws of Almighty Allah. I will not renounce the deen of Islam which Mustafa Habibuna invited me. Even though you are not eating and drinking, that is the faith, the conviction. So this is what is needed. See what Almighty Allah says. And we commanded this human being that he must do good to his parents. And even if they impose upon him, Jahadaka, and even if they contend, they strive and they try and impose upon you so your parents try and impose upon you the muslim so that you ascribe associate somebody some something to me that you must become a non-muslim and join them in their kufr and shirk and blasphemy and polytheism of which you have no knowledge, no evidence, no proof, then you must never obey them. Now this is the golden principle and maxim of Islam, the hadith in Muslim Ahmad. There is no obedience to any creation when it leads to a sin against the Creator. So we cannot violate the laws of Allah to please the rulers and politicians. We cannot break the laws of Allah to please our teachers or parents. We cannot break the laws of Allah to please our spouses or children. And today the Ummah is guilty of this 90% of the time. Never be obedient to them when they tell you to violate and trample on the laws of the Sharia. This is mentioned in Sahih Muslim. 
The greatest Shaykh al Hadith of this Ummah, Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala, now comes to Mustafa sallallahu sallam. This is Medina, obviously. Sayyidina Abu Huraira only embraced Islam in the seventh year after Hijrah. So it shows he came and weeping, crying. Ma yubkika ya Abu Huraira, why are you crying so much? Ya Rasulallah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. My mother. She utters such vulgarities, obscenities, swearing, reviling, and such words, Ya Rasulallah, against you, swearing, abusing you. My heart is broken. I don't know. Ya Rasulallah, make dua for the mother of Ummi Abi Huraira. Subhanallah. The Master, alayhi salam, makes dua. Abu Huraira, radiallahu anhu, returns home. When he's about to enter, the mother says from inside, Allah rislik ya Bawrera, just wait there outside. She was taking a ghusl and a bath. She dressed up, she opened the door. Ashadu Allah ilaha illallah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abdu wa rasulu. This was one of the greatest days in the life of Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu an. Elated, excited, he leaves his home and runs back to Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam weeping, crying, sobbing. Ma yubkika ya Abu Huraira. Now why you cry? Ya Rasulullah, first time I cried out of sadness and grief. Now I cry out of happiness and joy. Inna umma Abi Huraira aslamat. My mother embraced Islam. Ye to shanasi hai. You must know on which occasion which to do. What must you say, what to do? Sayyidah Abu Huraira knows the Master Rahmatulil Alameen alayhi salatu salam is so happy. The dua accepted immediately, instantly. And remember Abu Huraira says, Ya Rasulallah, now make dua for me also. When my name comes, then this Ummah and Muslimah must have a special affinity and love for me. Ask any person who teaches hadith, any person who studies hadith, when we read an Abi Hurairata radiallahu ta'ala anhu qal, qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 5,374 ahadith, uh, 5,374 ahadith reported, narrated by this Sheikh Hadith, the greatest Sheikh Hadith of this Ummah. Then we have that special love, affinity, respect for this great, great Sahabi of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi See how the dua was accepted for his mother, how the dua was accepted for himself. So remember, O son, O daughter, you wake up in the darkness of the night and say, Ya Allah, you gave me Iman and Islam. Give my beloved mother. Give my beloved father. I was now this Ramadan 2017, 1438 in Colombia. And there there was a youngster, Ahmed. Subhanallah. Young man. And his mother wakes up 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock to prepare suhoor, seheri for him. And he's telling me, I'm the only one, he's the only one who's Muslim. But I told him what to do. I related this incident and narrative of Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu an. He was so motivated. So you, my brothers and sisters, whose parents are not Muslim as yet, never lose hope in the mercy of Allah. So you become the ambassador of Islam. Show them the beauty of Islam and tell them not to believe what the mass media portrays and distorts the image of Islam. And then Allah se mangna hai, Allah se manwana hai, then you cry and beg by Almighty Allah.
Yes, we have to mention the other side as well. If somebody's parents have passed away and they are non-Muslim, they passed away, then you can do absolutely nothing about it. You cannot pray for them. You cannot do go to their grave. You cannot go to the cemetery. Surah 9, Surah Tawbah, verse 84. وَلَا تُسْوَلِّ عَلَىٰ أَحَدٍ مِّنْ أُمَّاتَ أَبَدًا وَلَا تَقُمْ عَلَىٰ قَبْرِ Nabi Ibrahim, alayhi salatu salam's father, died, kafir, non-Muslim. Nabi Nuh, alayhi salatu salam, son and wife died non-Muslim so Almighty Allah gave us all these examples to show us that Iman was is will always be the greatest gift and therefore we need to cherish it and relish it and beg Almighty Allah we live by it and we die by it Rabbana la tuzikh gulubana ba'da and when that person embraces Islam, then tell him or her that this is one of the best days in your life. Mustafa Quran Karim says, Say to the people, those people who are non-Muslims when they embrace Islam, Allah has forgiven the vices and sins of the past. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Innal Islam Islam erases and expunges the sins of the past, the hadith in Mishka Sharif. So therefore, it is the greatest gift we can give our parents. You, my son, my daughter, have you really pleased your parents? How come every day I receive email and WhatsApp messages and the parents are crying, my daughter ran away with a non-Muslim. My son is on drugs. My son is so arrogant. He even wants to steal the mother's share or evict the father or mother from the house. Are you the son or you're a monster? Are you the daughter or you're a hypocrite? Listen carefully, O sons and daughters. You will never make it. Listen to me carefully what I'm saying. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Kullu dhambin insha'afsha'a afa'anhu wa insha'adhabahu. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Every vice, every sin. It is the prerogative of Allah. Allah forgives the person or punishes the person. Illa uqukal walidain. Except when you are disobedient to your parents, you show disrespect. Because now you're married. Now you're worshipping your wife. So you forgot your parents? You forgot all your tantrums? You forgot their qurbani? You so mad? He's disobedient to his mother and now he obeys his wife. The sign of Qiyamat Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So what are you doing, O son? Are you not ashamed of yourself? When you are disobedient to your parents, فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ يُؤَجِّلُ أُقُوبَتَهُ لِصَاحِبِهِ فِي الْحَيَاةِ قَبْلَ مَوْتِهِ Allah will unleash that punishment in this world for you, O son, daughter, before death overtakes you. How many examples? I see now today and I saw in the past. You never took the du'as of your father, mother. You will never make it. You fool yourself. Go today to that beloved mother. Go today to that beloved father. And embrace them, kiss their hands, and say, I ask for forgiveness. Then see how far you will go in life. But if you don't, then that arrogance becomes the impediment and obstacle, 
that wife of yours becomes the impediment, then remember the wife is replaceable, but the parents are not replaceable. Always remember that. Where your husband becomes the impediment, he is replaceable also, but your parents are not replaceable. Islam is so unique. Our parents left this world many years ago, but we can't forget. So Islam taught us that when your parents died with Iman and Islam, then you son, you daughter, you grandchildren, so you must read this dua. This yesterday, day for yesterday, one person, 65 years old. I just mentioned it in the masjid. He sent me a WhatsApp, he sent a message, Mufti, what is the dua you told us I must read for my parents? I'm thinking this man is 65, 70 years old. He doesn't know the dua today he's learning. But alhamdulillah, at least before death overtook him, now he learned the dua. رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لِي وَلِوَالِدَيَّا وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَوْمَ يَقُومُ الْحِسَابِ Oh, beloved Allah, forgive me. Forgive my beloved parents. Forgive the believers. يَوْمَ يَقُومُ الْحِسَابِ The day the accountability, the reckoning is established. Surah Ibrahim, Surah 14, verse 41. So our parents, this is the kafir way, the non-Muslim way. They're the shaitans, they made a father's day and a mother's day, and then they dumped their parents in the old age home, and the shame and the disgrace for this ummah, that they built old age homes and go dump their parents there. Allah's curse be upon people who do this, who dump their parents there. So you must remember and once a year take a present. Oh, Father, I love you. Oh, Mother, I love you. If we had Islamic law, we should whoop you and lash you in public for the disservice you are doing to your parents. This is what Quran says. إِلَيَّ مَرْجِئُكُمْ Unto me, Allah, is your returning. فَأُنَبِّئُكُمْ بِمَا كُنْتُمْ تَعْمَلُونَ And we will inform you of all your deeds and your actions. So may Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, make us of those that our parents are pleased with us. We took their duas. And those of you who stole your parents' inheritance, you kicked out your parents. Remember, you're a monster. And Allah's punishment, wallahi, he will be on you if you don't go immediately and contact your parents. That is what Quran is teaching us. That is what the hadith of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa taught us. Al-Jannatu tahta aqdamil ummahat. Jannat lies under the feet of our beloved mother. The hadith in Mishkat Sharif, Mustan Ahmad, various compilations. And Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa said, you look at your father with love. You get the reward of hajj. Ya Rasulullah, I look at him 70 times. He say, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. You will get tired of looking at your father. Allah will never get tired of giving you the reward of Hajj. Subhanallah. May Almighty Allah give us tawfiq to appreciate our parents, whether they are alive or they passed away. Wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.